0: Me, myself, and I, Brian Roof, and my very special guest, my buddy, Jesse. What's going on? How you doing, sir?
1: Thank you for having me again.
0: Absolutely, man. We love our Throwback Thursdays. It's one of the funnest segments. I I love going back and and talking all the retro games. Today's got to be one of probably my favorite ones we're going to talk about, and that's the Nintendo. I mean, I think everybody that uh, grew up in the 80s, you definitely probably had one of those at one point in time in your life, and we all grew up listening to Mario Brothers and all that stuff, right? That's
1: absolutely correct. And what a great day to do uh, an NES podcast on Mario Day, International Mario Day, March 10th.
0: Wow. That is that is awesome, man. I mean, what that is pretty ironic. And, it, and ironic enough, this past week, I went to go to Mario World at uh, Universal Studios in Hollywood, that was a great time. I went live for a split little bit of time. Some people joined me. If you got to see me, cool. Um, if not, I'm, I posted some videos of it on uh, TikTok. It was a lot of fun. Definitely, a, you know, if you're a big Mario Brother person or something like that, go check that out. And the movie's coming out here soon too. Yes, I can't wait. Yeah, that's it's it's. Uh, I'm looking forward to the movie for sure. But uh, let's go ahead and uh, get right into this, man. Uh, We're going to go through all the list of uh, we're not going to go through all the games. There was a lot of games, but we're going to go through quite a few of them and we'll probably stop and talk about them because a lot of these are going to hit home for us. Oh, yeah. All right. Right off the top of the list. Super Super Mario Brothers. I mean, I think that's probably the first Nintendo game that I actually owned. And when you bought it at the time when I bought it or got it, uh, it came with the Mario Brothers. So, uh, that was probably one of the first games I actually grew up on with the Nintendo.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Obviously, it's number one on the uh, best sellers list at 40 million copies. Uh, just absolutely amazing. Wow. Yeah, you know, which it was. A,
0: that doesn't shock me. Yeah,
1: which is a pack end game. You know, you got the Mario the Duck Hunt and everything, uh, with the uh, OG NES. Yeah, it's, uh, man, Mario
0: Brothers was, uh, something awesome and then you start learning all the cheats to it and sure. <laughs> how you warp to different levels and uh, the little hidden like uh one ups and stuff like that there's all these little hidden gems that they had that you started finding out about it eventually
1: right uh you know I was streaming today on uh TikTok and uh you know, for international Mario day. Uh, I said, let's go back to the OG Mario, the one that started it all. Let's go back to number one and see if we can still complete it. Cause it's been several years since I played the OG Mario and, uh, you know, remembering all those little tricks and all where the one ups are and certain things and the warp zones. Yeah. I mean, it's just amazing how that stuff stays in my, my brain like that.
0: <laughs> how did you do? Uh, how, how did you I made realize?
1: it to uh, world eight one and, uh, The controller I was using and the uh, Switch emulation, it didn't feel like the original. So, my timing and everything was a little Mm -hmm. off. So, I also haven't played it in years. So, there was some skill gap there. But uh, it's fun to go back and revisit. But uh, I definitely need to play. I always recommend people who get into retro gaming use the OG hardware, use the original system, use it on a CRT TV, you know, the old school TV. It's okay to emulate, but to get the full experience, uh, use the o g hardware that 's the only way to go in my opinion.
0: Look what uh shirt I wore for today's. Hey, episode.
1: there you go. love it
0: got the got a pirates hat too. I just happened to be a coach of the pirates team, so I was like, hey, that goes okay. pretty well <laughs> <laughs> All right. the next game this is another one, man. The Legend of Zelda,
1: oh yeah, Legend of Zelda number five on the bestseller list a classic as always um did you know the uh, story about how this game got uh, invented?
0: No, man. That's uh tell oh, when the
1: creator it. was uh, young, he got lost in the woods. And uh, he always that had a big impact on him. So uh, when he started making the uh, Nintendo games, he wanted to recreate that feeling of having that adventure out in the woods like he had back when he was a child when he got lost. So, a little backstory there about how oh, wow. uh, Zelda got created.
0: Man, that guy had quite uh, quite the imagination. Absolutely, that game was a lot of fun. That game was a lot of fun. All right, uh, number three on my over here that I'm talking about is Super Mario Brothers Three. Now I know that's Jesse's favorite of all time, and that and that is one of my favorite too. I love being able to fly through a level and stuff like that. That was a lot
1: of fun. Absolutely, uh, it's number three on our bestseller, but uh, my all time favorite game. You know, over 17 million copies sold. Uh, this game was made in uh, 1988, and it's still to this day is one of my absolute favorite games. I try to play it almost every day. It uh, gives me those uh, endorphin dumps that I'm looking for. just puts me in a great mood, just hearing the music and replaying it. No matter how many times I play this game, I still have fun. It still puts me in a good mood. and uh, It's one of our uh, feature games on uh, Mario in the Morning when we stream on TikTok. We stream sometimes Mario game oh, yeah. every morning, and uh that's always up at the top of the list for me.
0: I'm going to have to catch you because you know who I always catch is, I think it's a booty, yeah, Booney that?
1: veteran. Good friend of mine.
0: Booney veteran. Yeah. Booney veteran. Yeah. He, uh, I, I've been watching him. He does a lot of, uh, you know, Sumari brothers, uh, three. Yes.
1: An absolute amazing streamer but, uh, and an amazing person. Uh, you know, he he's kind of taking me under his wing there for a bit on the, uh, tick and, uh, he's kind of showed me the ropes and, uh, he's done so much good as well. He's donated thousands of dollars to a uh, charity for veterans, wow. um, you know, to help like PTSD and stuff. So, uh, not just a good gamer, also a good person, boonie veteran. On TikTok.
0: I think you'd be a good guy to bring on with us, man, just to talk one day, you know, absolutely. talk about his whole experience. So if, you know, if you, uh, know him pretty well, go ahead and reach out to him and invite him on and tell me when uh, we can, uh. Get him on, and all three of us will uh, jump on together and have a nice little all episode.
1: right, I'll see how his uh, schedule works out.
0: Yeah, I know. He's a busy guy, man, and he's got quite the following, and Absolutely. I see he has a lot of people watching him. There's a lot of people that love watching the game. Absolutely. Whether they're at work or whatever they're doing, man, they're just sitting there watching him play right. that, you know, and I don't know. You guys have the patience of a saying, <laughs> I was watching you the other day play that impossible level, right. man. And you're like, 6 I'm just trying to get six inches. Yeah.
1: Six inches. That was it. I think I made it eight and a half inches, so I beat my goal.
0: Yeah, you, you went pretty far a couple of times, man. Yeah. And, and we're all, you know, everybody over there is trying to coach you through it like we all can do well, it, you well, know. That's
1: one of my philosophies. Yeah. Uh, just because something's hard doesn't mean you shouldn't give it a try. You know, sometimes we do things not because they're easy, but because they are hard. JFK. It's a life lesson.
0: Yeah, right. That's true. Yep, that's a good lesson, man.
1: All right. Metroid. Metroid. Metroid was a great game for its time. Um, It's not on the uh, top 10 list, uh, but that surprises me because Metroid was such a popular game. Um, It was very, very diverse. It was so big. Uh, There were so many things you could do, uh, so many ways to go and get lost and find yourself again. Um, there is one trick though, if you're still playing Metroid to this day, I remember the code, uh, you type in Justin Bailey and a bunch of the backslashes for the rest. And you'll be, uh, towards the end with 99 bombs and, uh, some cool upgrades and stuff. And, uh, just a cool little trick that I, I remember that since I was a little kid, I'm 41 years old and just something that's still stuck in my brain, but I can't remember what I ate on Tuesday.
0: (laughs) Right. Man, that's dang, that's a good memory. I do remember, you know, like, back in the day, they started bringing out game shows with Nintendo games, and this was one of the games I remember being on the show that they had to compete on. It was, uh, I, I forgot what the game show was called, man, but it was a great little show because they would just go through the different Nintendo games, and it would be like three contestants playing against one another and who could be the right. best.
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. All right.
0: Um... Yoshi. Now, Yoshi came out a little bit later in the uh, early 90s. Yeah,
1: uh, this was a game I've actually never played. I have it on my Nintendo Switch uh, as part of the expansion pack with the emulators. But it's a game I just never played. Um, I don't know why, but I guess since it was so late, I was already on the uh, Super Nintendo by then that uh, I just never picked up a copy of it.
0: Yeah, I didn't play Yoshi much myself kirby's adventure
1: yes um i I was actually never a fan of kirby's adventure but uh i know it is pretty iconic and uh he is big in his own right and uh you know his series there's so many different games in that series but uh it was just the only kirby i ever liked was on the uh game boy way back in the day i don't even remember the full title's name but uh that's the only one i ever put any uh hours into
0: Yeah, i have never played Kirby much myself. I do, I do remember the game though. Super Mario Brothers two, yes, or Super Mario two, yeah, Super
1: saying. Mario two. Um, this game also has another interesting backstory. I don't know if you are aware of it, but uh, this game, uh, Mario two in Japan and Mario two in America are completely different games. Alright, uh, if you remember back in 1993, wow. no, I did not know that. Super Nintendo released uh, Mario All-Star Collections. So it had Mario 1, Mario 2, Mario 3, uh, Super Mario World, and another Mario called The Lost Levels. That was Super Mario Brothers 2 in Japan. But Nintendo of America thought that the game was too hard for Americans. And it looked too similar. <laughs> and with it almost looking like the original Super Mario... Uh, Not a whole lot different, you know, just kind of like different levels and it's difficulty. Right. They decided to go a different direction. So they actually took another game called Doki Doki Panic that looks just like Super Mario 2. They just reskinned the characters to look like Mario characters. And that's how we got Super Mario Brothers 2.
0: Man, interesting facts. Good job, Jesse G's, man.
1: Also number four on the uh, bestseller list, uh, 7.46 million copies. Um, You know, this is always the redheaded stepchild of the Mario games, in my opinion. Uh, People don't think too highly of it, but when it was out, uh, you know, I absolutely played it. I beat the game several times, absolutely loved it. And back in, uh, you know, 89, 90, you had to have it.
0: I think the problem with Mario two is Mario three came out and then everybody fell in love with Mario three. So we easily forgot about Mario two, you know what I mean? And uh, a lot of people still loved Mario one. Cause it's just where it kind of originated right. from. But I think that that's where we lost Mario two is as soon as Mario three came out, everybody loved that game. It was, it was just a whole new dynamic to the game where you can, you can, get the feather and you fly and stuff like that. And it's just the, the cool little cactuses and stuff. I mean, it was just a really fun Mario game.
1: three was to an Mario absolute 3. masterpiece of, uh, a, not just a Mario game, but games in general. Uh, they, that game is so well made. They spent so much time on it that, uh, it was just still, you know, 32, 33 years later, it's still fun to play. It's still an Epic game. And, Still right. Number one on my list.
0: Uh, I think it's one of my favorites too, for sure.
1: Um, let's see.
0: Donkey Kong. Everybody knows them. Donkey. Kong. Absolutely.
1: Uh, you know, that's pretty much the start of Mario, right? <laughs> so you got Mario yeah. saving the princess from donkey Kong. So, uh, uh, it surprised me it's not on the top 10 bestseller list. Um, I figure with its history and how long it's been around, it would definitely be up there. But uh, Donkey Kong is an absolute classic. And there are.
0: I actually remember playing Donkey Kong and Atari and stuff like oh, yeah. that. So, I mean, I believe, you know, it's kind of where it kind of originated from. I think it kind of lost its way with Nintendo, but um, it still was a fun game. Absolutely.
1: There's also some great documentaries about Donkey Kong. Uh, that you can still find online uh, trying to achieve that perfect score, the high score. And people have dedicated their lives to getting a perfect score on Donkey Kong. I just absolutely love that someone dedicated that many years to uh, an arcade (laughs) game.
0: (laughs) That is amazing, actually. Um, This game right here, I spent a lot of hours on, loved it. Contra. And I... I'm sure everybody knows the famous up, down, up, down, left, right, left, right, A, B, select, start. Absolutely. Right?
1: Konami code, up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, B, A, select, start if you plan to play.
0: Yeah, there it is. See, oh, you know, yeah, Jesse knows it way better than I do, but I do kind of remember yeah. it in some sense. It's I know a lot of people, if you play Contra, you remember that, because, man, that was definitely the uh, hookup when they came out with that Absolutely,
1: uh, Contra is actually pretty hard to run through uh, without using the cheat code. I can do it,
0: just right. not my favorite way to
1: play the game. And uh, another uh, tidbit: if nah. you uh, uh, have an emulator, I like to play the Japanese version of Contra. It looks slightly different. There's actually like some cutscenes with some awesome still picture graphics. There's like a mini map, like an overworld, like you know how Mario has the overworld map in Mario Three. Uh, just some yeah. cool little things they threw in there that we didn't get in the uh, U.S. version. And I don't know why, because it just enhances that game to another level.
0: It just seems like they were way ahead of technology, oh, yeah. way ahead of their time before us. I mean, they you know, that's why we got all their stuff. and But, yeah, they were way ahead of us in the technology world. Yes. All right, Cal- Castlevania.
1: Castlevania, uh, one of those all-time classics as well. Super, super difficult in my opinion, (laughs) but uh, uh, one of my favorite stories about Castlevania is not just the game itself, because the game was incredibly difficult, and uh, I shied away from it when I was younger, but my older brother absolutely loved the game. And he made it all the way to the end one day, and he was in the, uh, a, a fierce fight with Dracula, you know, trying to beat the game, trying to beat the final boss. The Nintendo freezes. There was a, a glitch in the game, and it just freezes, and, you know, he spent all day playing it. So he takes the game outside, throws it up in the air, baseball bat, boom, 100 pieces. <laughs> I had Castlevania oh, cartridge all over my yard.
0: Gosh, dang, dude. But
1: yeah, Castlevania is a classic wow. And to watch the uh, people who can speedrun this game um, There's some awesome documentaries about people speedrunning this game And trying to get the lowest possible score And all the glitches and tricks they figured out Man, it's just a, it's such an iconic game
0: Yeah, I never actually really got into the game I don't think I played it much
1: Yeah, I mean, it was incredibly difficult So I shot away from it and then uh, with Castlevania II, yeah. Simon's Quest, that was a very poorly executed sequel. I mean, I played it. I didn't like it. Um, you know, but they really uh, stepped up their game in Castlevania 3 Now, that was an epic game. They gave you a little more playability with characters. You could change the different characters. And uh, some of the fun, fun Castlevania Symth- Symphony of the Night and some of the uh, later releases on uh, the PlayStation, it was just absolute epic games.
0: That's, yeah, dude, it was uh, definitely, I remember the, the title of the game, and I know a lot of people enjoyed it. All right, Zelda 2, Link, The Venture of the... Yeah,
1: uh this actually surprised me that this was number eight on our bestseller list. But uh, I guess Zelda was
0: Yeah, I'm actually kinda uh, sure Zelda too. was
1: such a popular game, the original Zelda. But uh, you know, it's still coming in at four point eight million or four point three million copies. That's still really respectful, uh respectable at that time. But the game to me, you know, they went right. to a side scroller um style versus the overlord uh looking down style. And uh mm-hmm. I, I just didn't think the game was executed very well. Uh it was Almost like uh, Link's sword was like almost too small. The hit boxes on the uh, characters were <laughs> horrendous. The controls were bad. I mean, people still enjoy the game, obviously, if it's number eight, all-time top 10 bestseller, but uh, just was, never was my thing.
0: Yeah, I don't think I got into Zelda 2. I was I did like Zelda 1, but I don't think um, I ended up, going on beyond that if i did it was just because i had zelda one and i would probably bought it for the yeah title. my favorite
1: was the um, uh link to the past the one that came out on super nintendo now that was a really well-made game um it was the one i put the most hours in and my absolute favorite zelda
0: excite bike now i spent a lot of time on this one i loved it because i loved like there was like a creative mode where you could kind of make, create right. your own track and you know in and, and being just competitive and trying to beat times i loved excite bike it was exciting yeah, exactly
1: you <laughs> know this was actually a, a very great game and like you said uh the having that aspect of being able to use your own cre- creativity and uh make your own tracks was really really awesome uh Number 10 on the bestseller list. I mean, 4 million copies. Absolutely amazing for uh, 1984. So this was an early, early release that is still fun to play to this day.
0: Yeah. I I, Dude, that game, I loved that game as a kid and um, just doing the backflips and making jump after jump and a lot of fun. Replayed
1: this. Um, what uh, I didn't realize how quickly your uh, bike overheats. That's one thing that I didn't remember playing from kid.
0: I. That's before. right. Yeah, man. When you're sitting there and you keep trying to hit the, you know, the knobs, right.
1: <laughs> it would overheat really quickly. So uh, that was one thing that was frustrating me. I was like, I don't remember it doing this.
0: <laughs> man, that was such but. a fun game. Um, back in the day too, when you had to play, you know. With someone next to you, uh, you know, I sent you that little uh, meme. But it's it's so true nowadays. You could play with someone across the world. But back in the day, man, if you wanted to play two players, and there wasn't more than the two player back then at all, but you had to be both plugged That's in. Right. You know, <laughs> wasn't uh, wireless or anything at that point in time. Get your uh, get your controllers all twisted <laughs> oh, right. up. Like, yeah. <laughs> number one. <Yeah. laughs> Everybody wanted to be player one. Uh, Ghosts and Goblins. Ghosts and
1: Goblins. This game is so frustratingly hard. Uh, Don't get me wrong. It was a fun game. Um, It's still really popular today. Uh, A lot of people show up on my TikTok asking me to play this game. I'm like, I'm sorry. I just can't. It's so frustratingly hard. (laughs) I mean, it's, it's one of those games that you really have to sit down and commit to because it is really hard to get through.
0: Yeah, see, it's another game I didn't really ever get into, so it sounds like I steered away from any uh, complicated <laughs> games because I'd probably throw my controller at the right. TV. <laughs> it is so
1: weird in the uh, setup at the end. Like, if you move just too far to the right, you trigger in a, what I always call the red demon. He comes in, and you don't get the right weapon, and you need this weapon to finish the game easier, or your life is just going to be incredibly difficult. So, you know, those little things like that that you couldn't Google back then. You know, you either called it Nintendo right. hotline yep. for $8,000 a minute or <laughs> you just figured it out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's right, dude. Uh, a, uh, I didn't ever see this one, but Super Mario Brothers, The Lost Levels. Yes. It looks like it came out in uh, 1986. I don't well, think the, I ever saw that's that
1: That's what one. I was saying. Uh, that was technically Super Mario Brothers 2. But uh, we didn't get the Lost Levels until 1993 release on the Super Nintendo Super Mario All-Stars. It came with all the Mario games and the Lost Levels, which was Japan's version of Super Mario Bros. 2, if I'm recalling that correctly.
0: But Okay, yeah. yeah cause, it yeah, looks exactly like Super one.
1: Mario 1, and uh, it's a lot harder. You know, it says even on the game, this is for power players. You know, this is for people who know what they're doing advanced players
0: (laughs) star tropics
1: now this is a uh, rpg if i remember correctly it's one that i never played but if i remember that correctly that was a uh, rpg and uh you know when i was a kid i wasn't big into the uh, rpg games Um, i'm actually surprised final fantasy isn't on this top 10 list because it was such an iconic nintendo game but for me rpgs Weren't my thing, right. you know? I already didn't like to read in school. Now you want me to read all these storylines and a Nintendo game? Get out of here, give me content. Yeah. I want to shoot something, yeah. <laughs> <All> right, that's <laughs> why I became <laughs> a marine and not a librarian,
0: <laughs> exactly. And no English, right. I mean, here. I can
1: barely speak English, you know? I know enough to like, order in a restaurant, right? So I can...
0: <laughs> Where's the bathroom at? That's you know. <laughs> uh, all right, uh Balloon Fight.
1: Uh, Balloon Fight was one I didn't play. It was a more obscure game. Uh but I remember the game. It's actually on my Nintendo Switch, but it's not one I'm jumping out of my seat to go play.
0: Yeah. No, don't think I ever really played that one either. All right, Double Dragon. Now I played me some double dragon and, and I love yeah. some double dragon. You no, know, no doubt. That was a lot of fun. I remember going over to my neighbor's house and me and my buddy, man, we'd just be trying to beat it, you know, cause you could play together on that one. And it, it's, it's funny. Cause back then too, you know, when you're playing multiplayer, you got to keep up with each other. Cause the screen wouldn't go any further yeah. than the last player that, you know, that was left behind. You're like, come on, bro. Yeah. Come on. We're, you know, we're, Keep Very familiar with
1: that. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, I actually yeah. love Double Dragon 2. Uh, that was my favorite of the series. Uh, I actually still run through it for fun. Um, it's still a great game. It's still an iconic game. I still run through it. Uh, you know, how old is Double Dragon 2, but I still like to play it. Uh, absolute classic side scrolling beat em up game. Um, I still love that style of game like yeah. Streets of Rage, Final Fight. The Turtles arcade uh, beat em up games, you know, any of those side scroller, a thousand enemies come at you and you have to beat them all up. I still love to this day because of Double Dragon.
0: Yeah, Double Dragon was definitely uh, brought that in. Or or, I don't even remember if you remember Kung Fu. And I believe yeah kung fu was another one of those games i i loved and oh, i yeah. played lot a, a lot
1: of it of Fu, which is um, it's a really fun game but you can run through it in one sitting in about seven minutes if you're really slow
0: yeah yeah, yeah. uh dr mario now this was basically tetris on steroids pretty much and it's the mario version right. of tetris
1: right um which I didn't, I didn't really uh, enjoy Dr. Mario as much as I did Tetris. Um, Dr. Mario is actually yeah. just behind Tetris on the bestseller list. Uh, they're six and seven. So Dr. Mario comes in at number seven, 4.85 million copies. Like you said, it's they just dressed up wow. a Tetris game because it was so popular. Put Mario on it because he's so popular. And, uh, you know, it was fun. But uh, to me, Tetris is where it's at. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I definitely uh, would choose Tetris over Doctor Mario. Absolutely, so no. like
1: I said, that's number Tetris is number six on the bestseller list, five point five million copies, and uh, this this game actually has a crazy backstory. If you're not familiar with it, uh, how this game escaped from no. Russia, I mean, it was a am- there's an amazing documentary about Tetris, and uh, I don't remember all of the uh, subtle nuances but it almost literally took spies to get this game from Russia to American hands. It's the crazy back. So I highly suggest wow. look into that's the crazy. Uh, documentary on Tetris.
0: Wow. That's super yeah. crazy. Interesting facts. All right. Uh, oh. Batman. Now see now Nintendo was kind of the start of bringing out movies into the game world. You know, because even the next one that I'm going to read off is from the movies. But uh, Nintendo, now that I remember it, definitely started bringing in, you know, stuff from the movie theater into your yes. house.
1: And yes. you could actually and, play uh, it. Batman was one of the ones that it was probably the best of the uh, movie games. Um, such a fun game. It was really well made. You know, uh, what a lot of people used to do is they would capitalize on the biggest blockbuster that was being released. And uh, they would just throw out a really crappy game, you know, just to meet a deadline, you know, slap the movie sticker on the game. And a lot of times it had nothing to do with the actual movie itself or whatever TV show it was based on. But uh, Batman was one they did a really good job on. It played really, really well. And uh, one of my it's got to be on my top five or top six best Nintendo games of all time.
0: Yeah, it was a lot of fun. and uh, But this next one, I think I enjoyed it a little bit more, which was Teenage Mutant oh. Ninja Turtles. Now, because I enjoyed the movie a lot, too, but I definitely love playing the game. It yeah,
1: number of nine on the bestseller list, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Look, it was fun because I love turtles. I've always loved turtles since day one. Yeah. Was <laughs> it harder than me trying to balance my checkbook? Absolutely. I mean, this game... Was incredibly difficult.
0: That was a tough game. I don't even think I ever beat it. Oh no, no. You know, you also
1: have the uh, notorious dam level where you're swimming through the water trying to disable all the bombs before the timer counts down. You know, just to get past that part alone was absolutely difficult. I used to think my parents hated me because they bought me (laughs) this game because it was so hard. (laughs) But uh, you know, back in the day, you played what you had, and uh, even though it was hard. You know, you still played it because hey, it's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Let's go! Give me Leonardo and Donatello.
0: Yeah. Now this next game, I enjoyed this game. I got my dad to actually uh, play with me as well. Techmobile and um, Techmobile was a lot of fun. It it was it was so simple. It was literally (laughs) like four plays on offense, you know, and then if. The defense picked the right defense during the play, you know it was like an automatic you know sack or whatever. but my gosh, i I definitely lived on Tech Mobile. and then they came out with like a super Tech Um and me and my dad, that's like one of the games I was able to get them on, and then eventually Madden came out. My dad couldn't get the grasp of all the plays and all the controls and stuff It got to uh, beyond his 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 knowledge level of video games. But Techno Bowl, man, I'd love that game. I don't know oh, if you ever played Techno Bowl. Super
1: Techno Bowl. You know, there were the first football games, video games that actually got it right. They were actually fun to play. It kind of looked like you were actually playing football. Yeah. You could run the plays. You actually had a defense. I mean, it was a iconic game with the uh, cutscenes, you know, when you'd get a touchdown, the players would jump up and high five or. If you ran that goal line play, Walter Payton would jump over the uh, line there, trying to score. Um, Yeah, just
0: you definitely liked being the Chicago uh, Bears, or even sometimes the Raiders because they had Bo Jackson, and you just pitch out the ball to Bo Jackson, and he was gone. Yeah, yeah, that was a lot of fun. And you know what's funny is I was scrolling through TikTok one day, and there was a there was a guy on there and he's streaming tech mobile i was yeah. like oh man you know caught my, yeah, caught my attention for time. a little bit that's a great one all right let's see let's go through uh bubble bobble now i had a lot of fun playing that game as a kid i know uh it was something me and my little sister actually would play uh, a lot against. I don't know if you ever played. Yeah, I Bubble played it. Uh, I
1: didn't ever own a copy, but, you know, when you would go over and hang out with friends and do sleepovers and stuff, everyone had Nintendo and Nintendo games. And uh, it was always fun to try out a new game that uh, you didn't have yourself. So
0: That one was a fun multiplayer game, I felt like. It was, it was definitely one of those games It was fun to play against someone. You're sitting there shooting right. your bubbles trying to, you know, lock, unlock stuff and drop things, and absolutely, it was a lot of fun. All right, Final Fantasy.
1: Yeah. Uh, you know, the Final Fantasy on Nintendo. I didn't get into Final Fantasy until Final Fantasy 7 on the PlayStation. So all these games, I don't have any experience with. I've seen the videos of them of uh, some of my TikTok followers. Uh, I watched them play the games and you know it's fun to go back and revisit and see where RPGs came from to where they are today but you know back in the day I, I just didn't understand an RPG and uh you know it didn't keep my right. attention so uh, I avoided most of the RPGs until I became an adult.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I didn't I didn't play Final Fantasy I, like you said. It, I I couldn't get into the whole I guess I got kind of bored when it started doing the storyline and reading and it was like quest and you got to read paragraphs. Right. And like you said, man, I started feeling like you're in school I again. Didn't
1: like the uh, turn based <laughs> attack system. Okay, I attack you, then you attack me, and then I attack you, you know. I, I never understood it, so I didn't like yeah. it. So, you know. Um,
0: baseball. Now, I thought. Any baseball game back then was kind of fun. They made a lot of fun uh, baseball yeah, games. The, but that one was uh, one of the first ones, I think, that they Which they was really fun,
1: um, you it know, as a multiplayer old. game. You know, that was probably the best games back in the day were ones you could play with friends and family. Um, played many, many hours of the baseballs. All the different baseballs. MLB baseball, uh, bases loaded. Uh, there was some futuristic version with robots. Uh, what was the other? Uh, Tommy Lasorda baseball, um, triple play. I mean, there was just so many baseball games. Baseball games,
0: oh, yeah. triple play, but I yeah. uh,
1: absolutely love baseball.
0: Yep. those were good games, a lot of fun. All right, let's see. River City Ransom now,
1: This is a game that I didn't play until a couple of years ago. Uh, It's kind of like Double Dragon. Uh, It's a little faster pace. Um, I was playing some retro games on my uh, uh, retro game emulator called a Pandora's Box 3D. And uh, one of my followers kept saying, please play uh, River City Ransom, River City Ransom. I was like, you know, I never played that. I don't know about it. But I played it and absolutely fell in love with it. It's such a fun little, cute game that was like a side scroller, beat 'em up. It actually had uh, where you could build your character up and their different fighting styles and moves up. Uh, really, really awesome game. Wow! Uh, and I didn't know about it until they brought it up. So, one cool thing about TikTok, you can open yourself up to experience new things.
0: Yeah, there. You know, there's about just about everything. Every little niche. Or, you know, hobbies or whatever you got. It's pretty much on there, man. Um one that I'm not seeing yet that I'm gonna bring out is uh Mike Tyson punch out. That that game um was a lot of fun, I think, and and everybody kind of know who Everybody knew who Mike Tyson was, and that was like the big deal to beat Mike Tyson in that game. And it was pretty, it was pretty rough. It was pretty rough leading up to getting to him, but uh, you know that game I did finally, you know, knock good old Mike Tyson out.
1: Beat Tyson, (laughs) still to this day, forty-one years old, never beat Mike Tyson. Uh, Can get to him. Oh
0: man. Yeah, that one you was still a lot to get of fun. To him
1: really, really easy. Uh, I tried to go back and play it on the emulator, and uh, there was like a, some latency involved with the lag. Um, I wasn't doing as well, but uh, still such a epic game. Uh, each character has their own little quirks and their own little special moves that you had to figure out. Each one had a different trick in order to beat them. Um, I still remember so many of the uh, tricks, like when Bald Bull rushes, if you look in the upper right-hand corner of the crowd, there's a cameraman. As soon as his camera flashes, that's when you press the button to knock out Bob wolf,
0: Yeah, and there's that whole, yep. you know, like... <laughs> the whole time when they're going crazy, that <laughs> whole time you're just dodging and weaving. That was a lot of fun, that game. Kung Fu is one that I mentioned yep. earlier, but I love playing Kung Fu in... Uh, that game wasn't too 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 uh oh no, it was incredibly
1: easy uh I remember beating it as a kid like really really easily, um, but it was a game that anyone could pick up, it was fun, it had a amazing sound effects like, whoo, 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 <laughs> just over and over and over, yeah. and uh you know it was just
0: they had like the little kids <laughs> exactly. and stuff coming at you, man.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and even snakes from from the ceiling, and each boss had their own special weapon right. you had to figure out. So, yeah, Kung Fu was a classic game.
0: That was a great game. DuckTales.
1: Now, this game was really, really amazing. It's really high on my list as well. Um, I, I love the TV show. Uh, always get home from school. We would watch DuckTales, Chippendales, Rescue Rangers, which is also a great Nintendo game uh but DuckTales oh, yeah. was a really really well-made game uh like I said a lot of times people would emulate a TV show or movie that just slap a sticker on it put out a very bad game and you know just for the to make the money but DuckTales is still fun to this day to play
0: yeah see nintendo nintendo really had their hand on a lot of things back then you know in the movie industry they had some disney games out there which is, which is crazy to think that Disney, you know, Disney's so trademarked nowadays. That But back then, obviously, they allowed them to to run with some of their, you know, like the DuckTales. And there's a couple other games, like you said, the mm-hmm. Chippendale game. Um, I can't remember if there's any other ones. But Nintendo kind of had their hands in a lot of stuff, man. I mean, they really, uh, I think they put on the whole trademark thing, though, you know, where people were like, oh, wait we can't let them capitalize on <laughs> <Right>. us too <laughs> All right, let's see here. Mega Man. Mega Man. I,
1: I absolutely love Mega Man. Um Mega Man 2 is probably my favorite of the uh earlier series. Um just played it breakfast, lunch and dinner for like 2 years in a row. Um yeah, I would I would beat it every day, three times a day, like no lie. Uh, just love going through getting all the special weapons and the power ups and figuring out which weapon defeated, which boss the easiest. But when you finally get to Dr. Wiley, it's so satisfying just to beat. And I used to love the ending where uh, mega man would like be walking to the sunset and take his helmet off. And it was just sitting on the ground at the end there. So, uh, really, really awesome game. I have so many awesome fond memories of it. And, uh, Still remember the first time I beat it.
0: Now this one I had a lot of fun and my my cousin kind of got me hooked on this was playing ice hockey. Um it, we we I never was much into hockey but my cousin Nick, man, he he loved playing that game and every time I would go over to my grandma's house um we would play that hockey game. It was a lot of fun, and there was another Blades one. I think it was Steel. like Blades yep. or something like that. Yeah. Now that one was, I think, the one we really. Yeah, which had the, of... Of had the uh, best.
1: Blades still had the best fight scenes. I felt like, and uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, you would fight. That was fun. And if uh, the if you lost a fight, you would get put in the penalty box, and the other team would have the power play. So you'd yeah. have to be sure to win those fights. <laughs>
0: Yeah, they made that game really nice, and I think oh, yeah, I liked it. Really that it was a lot of fun. It, it was always yeah, fun to get in the fight. Which is fights. kind of
1: surprised me that uh, ice hockey, you know, isn't, like, hugely popular here in uh, America, but two of the best sports games were hockey games, ice hockey, blades of steel. Those are really, really well-made games that still hold up to this day, in my opinion. It's fun to go back and revisit.
0: You know, I, I didn't really, you know, I've been sleeping on hockey for many years, but... Uh, this year was my first year actually going to a hockey game and i i actually fell in love with it man it was a lot there's just a lot of action going on in hockey and sometimes it's so much action you you lose track of the puck you know oh I mean, yeah like, absolutely
1: gosh, uh, last weekend you know, i went um, to the fights and a hockey game broke out
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly some of those uh some of those guys, man, they, they definitely duke it out quite often. Was there
1: a lot of fights <laughs> yeah, um, that was? My local team, uh, they're, they're pretty much known. They're called the Mayhem. So, you know, if your name is Mayhem, uh, okay. you're throwing the gloves down. <laughs> yeah, they got to live up to the absolutely. hype.
0: <laughs> All right, so that that kind of go through the different lists. Is there any that I didn't mention that are on the top ten um, that uh, – we uh, did we over. cover
1: Duck Hunt? Because Duck Hunt is number two.
0: No, and that's definitely a big-time yeah. game that we can't forget about. Duck number Hunt. two. Now, where's that uh, ball? But
1: obviously Mario 1 and uh, Duck Hunt, they you know were the same game. So um, I'm surprised they're not the same number. But, you know, Duck Hunt, absolutely classic game. You know, raise your hand if you ever tried to shoot the laughing dog with the zapper. I know I did. <laughs> And a little trick <laughs> yeah. that a lot of people didn't know, if you use the uh, second controller, you can control the ducks flying. So, yep, yeah, a lot of people oh, didn't really? know that, but I still yeah, remember from when I was a that. kid, I figured it out. When my brother was playing, he would try to hit the ducks, and I could move them and trick him and make him miss.
0: You might have been one of those guys I was watching on uh, the shows <laughs> that they had back then, <laughs> playing these games, man. You don't all the secrets. Yeah, I don't mean it's but you know, that brings up a good point. Uh, you know, talking about Duck Cut and the gun is is the different things that um Nintendo kind of came out with later, whether they were effective or ineffective, which was right. like the power glove. Now I had the power glove, I just didn't feel like the power glove was uh I didn't feel like it worked the probably the way that it was right. supposed to work. Um I never actually um,
1: played with the power it, glove. Um I've seen the power glove. Um But, you know, the way it worked is you had these uh, three sensors that went across your TV, like boom, boom, boom. And uh, it was supposed to pick up on the motion of the glove, but it it was – yes, it was advanced for its time, but it was still kind of dodgy technology, and they didn't quite have it figured out. But what was cool about the power glove on the sleeve, it actually had a Nintendo controller. So what I heard, nine times out of ten, you would just – get furious take the thing off and just use the control anyway. So, uh, you know, it was a great idea. Nintendo were great innovators. It was just one of their products that didn't work out. But one of my favorite peripheral uh accessories was the uh, Power Pad. We used to have the uh Track and Field yeah. game. Track you and, and run Field run. game. <laughs> yeah, you
0: run could running the run the hurdles, bro. I
1: mean, and it actually worked. <laughs> it was actually really good with that Game. It, um, it was. Now, going yes. back and trying to play a modern game or uh, trying to play a different game might not be so uh, fun, but sp- specifically for track and field, the power pad was absolutely epic.
0: Oh, um, yeah, I remember. It came out with so many different peripheral
1: units. Like, uh, there was a thing called a U Force that was supposed to be like motion capture for your hands. It didn't quite turn out well the technology again it was kind of not where it needed to be they tried to make it as cheaply as possible so they had to skimp on the technology but that would have been some great great technology if they could have figured that out the uh, control sticks that look like arcade sticks was my favorite i love those uh used to have the big nes arcade stick with the buttons and the joystick i love playing contra with that
0: Now, Nintendo has been around for a long time. I mean, I didn't realize that in in Japan. I mean it's been a name for i think since the eighteen hundreds or something I was seeing It' has been around for a long time obviously it had come out to our console for many, many years after that but Nintendo the name brand itself has been around for
1: yeah absolutely a long time, time uh I believe it did it start out as a uh trading card uh game and kind of
0: It may have. Yeah. I mean, I kind of did a little bit of research and I was really shocked to see how, how it had been around since I, I want to say it was the late 1800s. And that's, that's, that's amazing. And, and there's still to this day, um, you know, still trying to pump stuff out, keeping Mario alive, obviously uh, universal studios jumped on board with it. There's movie coming out. My little kid, you know, my five-year-old, he's, He's a big Mario fan now. I mean, so it's it's kind of funny watching the new you know, my kids all growing up on something I grew up on and absolutely loved and now they're I, I they're doing you, the it same absolutely thing.
1: Absolutely blows me away that my four year old is in love with Mario. Today he wore a Mario hoodie, Mario and Luigi shoes. He's got on Mario <laughs> socks. I mean, it's international Mario Day.
0: He's embracing the Absolutely, Mario day, man. And man while heck, we were yeah. on
1: the way to daycare, he beats a level of Mario Odyssey on the Switch and uh, defeats the boss. So, um, I mean, only at four years old, he's he's already obsessed with Mario like I was at his age. And, uh, man, it just makes my heart smile.
0: Yeah, I know. it's It's awesome. And it also gives me the excuse to go and play it again myself. Like, here, let me give give me the control. Let Which me show you how really, to do really this.
1: Because awesome, it just gives you extra <laughs> bonding time. You know, um yeah, I use it as a right to play games. But he thinks we're playing games, but we're also, you know, we're also bonding. You know, so it,
0: yeah, I'm teaching them how to, you know, be a good loser too. Because I ain't gonna lose to my five year old, oh, yes. bro. <laughs>
1: Take that. And, Take that. And he, mine's already learned the art of trash talk. He told me to get good. Oh. Uh, <laughs>
0: yeah, that's. Yeah, my son says the same thing, man. <laughs> they pick up them things. He's always like, good, good. Bro. Yeah. And then he calls me, bro, if like, no, no. Yeah.
1: <laughs> that's a habit I picked up annoying my teenager. What's going Dad. on, bro? <laughs> Just to annoy my teenagers. Right, bro. yeah,
0: teenagers, man. Yeah, I, I give my 18 year old uh, daughter so much <laughs> crap the way I talk to her sometimes. I was on her campus and she's like, Dad, you're going to get me canceled. And I'm just like, Whoops, your dad probably shouldn't be on campus, right. you know, because <laughs> your dad would get kicked off this campus. I tell you what,
1: though, if we ever come <laughs> over to the uh, West Coast, we got to hook up and go over to uh, Mario Land together. I would love to see that
0: absolutely man i would love that that would be uh absolute uh amazing privilege to hang out with jesse at the uh, mario world dude you, you i think you'd have a lot of fun man I, I it was fun driving in mario kart and uh getting to shoot things like you're driving it was quite the experience yeah i amazing. loved it just being around just in the general area like I think I lost my wife and kids several times because so I'm just sitting there with my video camera, like, oh my god, you know, I'm looking That's like the, the tourist because I, I I was just in awe. And then, like I said, I jumped on live real quick. And I was like,
1: other people got to see this. this well, if is you ever go back, cool. send out another live stream. I'd love to see it.
0: Oh, I, oh yeah, heck yeah! Well, we got uh, oh, season passes now, so we will be going there more often. I mean, we only live like about an hour and 20 minutes away from it. So uh, it's not a bad little drive for us to go get a little bit of a break from the desert that's world. A,
1: that's awesome. <laughs> well, thank you so much for letting me uh, hang out on this uh, well, hey. epic episode. Yeah, man. Uh, I love covering the uh, Nintendo and uh, man, you really did a deep dive into it. I certainly appreciate you having me again.
0: Absolutely. I love doing this with you, Jesse. It's always fun, man. We're gonna go ahead and uh, what are we doing next? Uh, the next throwback. Are we doing, uh We're we gonna go Super NES or are we gonna go Sega? Because I'll be honest with you, I I went from I think Nintendo straight into Sega, kind of skipped the Super NES because I don't know Sega just you know grabbed well, my attention. I, I'd but say what, what do you think? Let's
1: do Sega, um, you know, just to mix it up a bit, and then maybe do Super Nintendo because we yeah. you know, we got to cover Super Nintendo because it's absolutely iconic and classic. But I'm like you. When I got my Sega, I was like, oh, this is better than Nintendo. They don't censor their games. The music sounds so awesome. You know, this is edgy. I'm a big kid now. You know, I don't play Nintendo anymore. So, uh, right.
0: (laughs) Right. Yeah, Nintendo's for little kids. (laughs) Yeah. I won't play Madden, not Tecmo Bowl anymore.
1: Yeah, let's go (laughs) Sega Genesis next.
0: All right, Jesse. Yeah, let's do it, brother. All right, man. I really appreciate you. And everybody, I really appreciate you guys tuning in. If you guys are watching this, you guys can watch it on YouTube or Spotify. If you're listening to it, you can catch it on pretty much any of the podcast platforms. I also just got added on to Amazon uh, Music, so you check us out on there as well. But everybody, have a great day, great week. Jesse, bye Thank you so man. much. We'll see you later, bro. Thank you, brother.